Shut up and sit down. Gentlemen, we're back from a short hiatus. We had a long spree of one call and then had to give up for a week, but we're back. And we're recording. All right, good stuff. Uh, how are you doing, Jeff? Feeling good. Got myself some some wonderful Russian cognac straight from Moscow. It looks like it'll put hair on your teeth. It does, and it's only 40% collusion. It's nice. Ah. It's a wonderful so what, is it, what, is it, what does it taste like? Is it like... Is it like a schnapps? As you said, it's cognac. Yeah. I don't know if I'm even I'm not I'm even familiar with what a cognac tastes like. I don't know. So take a DiSerrano, and then take a bourbon and just do this, and that's sort of what this tastes like. Oh, it's like a blend. Yeah, it's nice. Well, it's not an actual blend, but it tastes more like a. It's less sweet than a DiSerrano, but it tastes like it's a little bit of whiskey s. Okay. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm no connoisseur. Kind of sort of I don't know, man. Uh, no alcohol really in this house. I, I actually did manage to um, smuggle some of these here babies. Natural, natural light, natter days. It's like this foofy strawberry <laughs> lemonade. Like, oh, it's got flavor. Damn. And drinking it's just for fucking yeah, tingles the taste buds a little, huh? It says, it, uh, for those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer. I, so it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty foofy, man. And I, it's funny. I don't know if you saw me walking over here with like my cans, but I have one, two, three, four, five of them. And I probably look like a hard alcoholic, but it's like literally, it's like lemonade. Just pop it open, suck it down. It's... Eat. It's really weird, and plus I water it down because they were warm. I was like, <laughs> they, they do taste like lemonade. Yeah, well, the thing is drinks, man. They, the drinks that they're making nowadays, they're just, they, you can barely taste any alcohol, like those alcoholic seltzers. Like, dude, I just, yeah. I can just drink a six-pack and be like, great, I'm hydrated, but I'm also fucking drunk. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I, I've never really had enough of those to even catch a buzz, but you're right. I definitely couldn't even tell that it was alcoholic no yeah, man you just get a cup of ice put it in there and you know, it's like a regular seltzer beverage and then before you know it you've gone through a whole pack and they're making them stronger and smaller stronger every day so you know yeah it's not good it's not good for college students it's not good for us well ever since the four loco debacle you know that whole thing uh, that, that almost ended a generation dude that, those things were ridiculous yeah <laughs> So they they're back on shelves, but they don't have the caffeine content anymore. I don't know what. Yeah. What was the what was the deadly shit that was killing people? Well, alcohol is a depressant, and caffeine is a stimulant. (laughs) It was fucking like it was making people's fucking hearts explode. That's perfect. Oh, so it's like um, vodka Red Bull, pretty much, and pre-mixed. Yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, and those things had like crazy alcohol content too. It was like, like twelve percent alcohol or something oh, like that. Oh, it's like those. Um, it was like drinking Mad Dog Twenty Twenty or something. Oh, that's. Just I, I think. I think. What's the alcohol content for Mad Dog? Not enough, if you ask me. I don't know, man. It's probably like twenty, twenty-five percent. It's like a strong 
fruity wine. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna have to check this out, right? Dude, we have the internet right here. Let's figure it out. Um, what what the four loco? That's what they were called. Yep. Four. I saw some at a gas station today. <laughs> oh, thank oh my goodness. They range from um, six to fourteen percent. Fourteen percent, man. In a four loco. You just need but, one of those. What's mad? What's mad dog twenty twenty? You know, funny story. I don't actually think MD twenty twenty means mag. No, it means Mogan David. Mogan David. Often called by its mag. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, uh, mm, delicious. You, so who who wants to be the designated uh, Googler for the episode? I, I I vote you. I'll do it. I've got my spirit fingers ready okay. to go. Yeah, go ahead and uh, share share your uh, you have fancy screen there, Jeffy. All right, let's do it. Let's get that Mogan David. Mogan you know, David. While 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 we're going through this uh, and waiting for you to share your screen, um, I, I I went uh, a little while. I think about a month without shaving my fucking beard, and mm-hmm. I felt like so like so homeless mm-hmm. and like disheveled and like. I don't like it when my beard gets or, or even my mustache gets so long that like it tickles my nostrils. Yeah, I, you, I, mm-hmm. Dude, when I, I walk around sometimes looking like a crackhead because I'm like working my nose because it's, yeah, it's, it's it gets bad. And uh, so I went through and I, I, I shaved my, my shit up, but I got to tell you, I admire those of you in the world that can, you know, have enough patience and you can numb your face enough to the point where you have a beard going. <laughs> big old, well, big old beard. The thing is you got to, uh, and I'm no beard professional, but you just, it's going to look big and fluffy, but be very precisely trimmed and manicured. Like I make sure that no mustache here overhangs my lip because that would, that would drive me insane. And then I blow dry it and I use the oil to keep it down and, in a in a special molded form otherwise i'd be pissed if that shit was just like oh yeah dude <laughs> i i just don't want to dedicate that much time to like keeping my face for like in in check you know yeah that's true it's understandable i mean after a while it gets pretty quick but still you just want to get out of the shower and just not even think about it yeah dude that's how i like that's how i approach life every day i just really don't do much man i can literally get ready from start to finish uh probably that means getting out of bed and into the shower and you know dressed about a half hour out the door yeah that's nice well you know me i've been fiddling with my hair whether it be hair or facial hair my entire life <laughs> when you see get ready you had to plaster, <laughs> plaster those bangs down when you're a kid man afro wax worked for me the pomade serious i used pomade yeah, it was like basically beeswax, just like straight out of the hive, just like rub that into your hair. Yeah, man, that's why the bees would just flock to me. I remember you flying down a uh, freaking uh, down the road with a skateboard, and your hair was so hard and waxed that it would like it would shoot out like a, a mm-hmm. almost like wings. It'd yeah. give you some. It'd give you some lift. Yeah, it took like a pound or two of my body weight. Yeah. Great, great uh, aerodynamics for sure. <laughs> and then I discovered Mad Dog 2020. 
So Mad Dog 2020 um, ranges alcohol percentage is about 18% with Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. And um, that shit will put hair on your teeth. That, my friend. So I, um, there was a ritual that I uh, took part in as part of a, a bit of an initiation. And it was not my it, it wasn't a fraternity thing or anything like that that's a disclaimer um but i did get initiated mm-hmm. and um we had to drink mad dog 2020 out of a rugby boot that was that had been boiled like they boiled the mad, mad dog in a, rugby boot? in a rugby boot after rugby practice after a match yeah that's nice that's uh that's and then then you drank the Mad Dog and it was like warm, like a like a mold wine. Yeah, I'd rather drink that than fucking milk out of a rugby boot. To be honest with you. Well, yeah, I mean, but. it wasn't good. <laughs> That's fantastic. You only have to do it once. Which one yeah. did you have? Strawberry kiwi or blue raspberry? It, it was it was red, so strawberry kiwi, I think. It shit's good, man. I kind of want to buy one next week. I mean. So it says here this company was founded in 1933, and I'm wondering when this particular product came out because I could that be fucking hysterical if this. What is it? What is it made out of? I just it said here the description is uh, where the hell was it? As I mean, majestic as the cascading waters of a drain pipe. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> chain pipes. Chicago winery, blah blah blah. So, is it made of grapes? It's made of fifty-one percent Concord grapes. I love that fifty-one percent majority stakeholder. Uh, well, it's probably got to be fifty-one percent uh, or fifty-one percent or more mm-hmm. to be considered wine. Yeah. So this shit came out in sixty-eight. Flavored fortified wines that are received well by younger consumers, especially college students. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Gorgeous. Love it. I love it so much. I woke up this morning and I wasn't like, you know what? I'm gonna have a philosophical conversation about MB twenty twenty today. Well, you know, it's good for it's good it's good stuff, I guess. You know, I mean it's gotta you gotta have a wide range of you know, price ranges and, you know, flavors and just, you get appeal to people, you know, and that's what, that's what that did. It's a fucked up line that, uh, that gave you fucked up hangovers. And now that, it's a staple, man. I, I, I mean, challenge you to go into any gas station that sells alcohol and not see a bottle of that in the United States. Ah, man. I don't know. Look at their revenue. At their revenue. Well, I mean, it's mostly homeless people buying it. That's what you're. That's what you're. Don't. That's what you're actually doing when you give homeless people money. Most of them. Most of them. Now, I'm not saying, you know, every single homeless person out there begging isn't like, is irresponsibly spending their proceeds. But I guarantee you, most of them out there are spending the money on Mad Dog 2020 because that's really. I mean. I don't even think college students are drinking that shit anymore. I think everybody knows that that's that's rock gut. That's yeah, like they, they moved on. They're like 
putting tampons with vodka infused up their butts and stuff now. Oh yeah. yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. That's can we can we look can we look into that a little bit more? All right. <laughs> Let me just add this to my search history. <laughs> Google's gonna be like, man, tampons with <laughs> in a bottle. Shut up. Shut up. They're selling stuff at Walmart. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Dude, they're called dude tubes. Dube. Smuggle your dube tubes? Oh, I think that's no, that's for that's uh, for weed. Yeah. Why did that even Those are for joints? But Walmart's Walmart selling uh, joint, joint tubes now. Hide your booze with your tampon. That's just like tampon flasks. No. Oh, this is great. Actually, you know what? This brings on a whole new level of fun. Five shocking ways your kids will try to get drunk. We just got uh, drunk. We just we just went and we're like, hey, let's drink this alcohol. Yeah. Apparently like, oh, here's some thing. Grand Marnier. Here's some orange liqueur. We like drank all that shit. The fucking green apple puckers is what I uh, um, used to pop my alcohol cherry. Oh, the butt chug, man. Oh, no, the butt chug. Damn. It's dangerous. Boozy soaked gummy bears. That sounds kind of nice. That's, that's, I've done that. Yeah, I would, I would definitely do that. What else we got? What else we got? Eyeball shots. Um, what? That's all. Just putting booze in her eyes, dude. Just Google it. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. You guys talk this into it. You ready? Okay, we're ready. Who's the volume? You don't want to hear. It. Oh, what? Nah. That's making my eyeballs water. It's just a bunch of kids screaming and yelling, so it wasn't anything. Okay. Do not do this at home or anywhere. I wonder if he died. No. I don't think he died, but that definitely made my eyes water, dude. Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Die shots get you drunk? Apparently. Shot of vodka. A lot less alcohol. Works much like injection. Sounds great. Next. Let's quick list five. Cough syrup. Oh, that's been Drinking a Drinking hand sanitizer. <laughs> Move over cough syrup. I think that's that's the list, but that's it's all uncomfortable stuff. But you have to pretty much have some sort of alcohol for a bunch of those to even happen. So why not just drink it? That's what I'm it's saying. Green, man. Yeah, well, it's because people are going. People are going for like the shock value. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah. gotta get those likes, bro. Gotta get those likes. Seriously, fucking gross. Goddamn. So, um, we uh, obviously, guys, everybody out there listening, um, we are missing one of our uh, our regulars here. Stefan's out and about. He's just gallivanting out and around. I guess he. Got some Tortuga music festival tickets that he spent like really a lot of money. You know, it's, I mean, Tortuga. Yeah, I think that's going on. Yep, he's at Tortuga, Fort Lauderdale. 
April 12th to the 14th. So he's probably wrapping things up there right now, but um, we miss you, Steph. Oh, hope you had fun. Yeah, Countdown, negative three apparently, days. There's apparently 15 hours left of it. I mean, I've heard he's always talked about it. It sounds like a good time. I'll have to check it out. Florida, man. Florida. How much are uh, tickets to that? I mean, what, what was? I think they start pretty cheap. 135 bucks for a single day. We're going to uh, New Orleans Jazz Fest in a couple weeks, and I think it's like 85 bucks a day, which isn't bad. How that's much right. is the Super Pass? What does that say? I think that's he. I think he bought this one. VIP pass. Does it? Is there? Is there Won't a, even let me click on it. I can't even learn more about it. A bunch of assholes. Captain's Cabana. Payment plans, dude. If you have to get a payment plan for a festival, maybe don't go to the festival. Whatever. Yeah. Well, that's great that he's you know spending money on experiences. You know he'll remember that. Um, you know, I for you know a long time. Know, and it, it probably enriched his life and he's probably knowing, doing butt chugs and yeah, tampons and knowing him yeah he's probably mm-hmm. butt chugged a little bit and you know met some chicks and uh cool good for him but you know i on the other hand i i i did some obnoxiously responsible spending today not really responsible i don't know i guess you can look at it in different ways but spent like about $10,000 on furniture and um, you need it. a bedroom set and a new mattress. A whole that bedroom mattress. set. It makes all the difference having a, having a mattress. You spend what, one, almost one third of your time there. Got to get yeah. a good night's sleep, man. Yeah, so the mattress was like one of those Tempur-Pedic um, with um, like really soft Tempur-Pedic nice uh adjustable base where like my legs can go up and my head can go up and i always thought that they were like kind of like for geriatrics you know for older people (laughs) yeah but until i got in there and i just started fooling around with it it's got like vibrations like for massages on your back and stuff that's nice and then the woman they have like sleep doctors at this place that um they uh come over and they talk science to you then they start like well brandon when you close your eyes you're gonna see black for a while but don't worry it's healing you so basically uh they told me all of the terrible things that happen if your bed is bad you know if you don't have a good bed there's all sorts of awful things which is like that happened to your health so the there's a correlation between how expensive your bed is and <laughs> of how healthy you're going to be so money buys both happiness and health in my opinion jeff that's capitalism that's like the definition of it i like it though you know like but, hey brandon you ever seen the movie the butterfly effect yeah that's what happens when you get a bad night's sleep yeah seriously <laughs> turn you turn into a, a schizo and start trying to bite your earlobes off which is which is which is impossible but there's people out there that you know you know i'm gonna have to report back on how how well you're sleeping with this mattress how long does it take to break that thing in like three months 
I don't know, man. It's like a hundred day, um, you know, guarantee that they have that if you're not satisfied within the first hundred days, you can return it. You should give them a call at day 99. Like, I don't want this. Get it out. And then go buy a mattress at a different place and do the same thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's a it's a guaranteed, it's warranted up to 15 years. And, dude, mattress was five, uh, almost $5,000 by itself. It's case yeah. mattress. Damn. Living the dream. And and then the fucking adjustable uh, base itself was uh, like, I think, twenty three hundred bucks. That's a lot. That's a lot. I hope it's a great sleep, though. Dude, it's better fucking be. No, I I tried it. it, it <laughs> I I tried it. I I didn't nap on it or anything, but I could have sat on it for thirty five seconds. It was fun. no, no, no. Right. I, I I laid there. I laid there. <laughs> And it sucks, man. Um, with all with how expensive furniture is, like, it's like you can't get you don't get you know immediate like satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Like, you can go and buy a car and walk and drive away in that car today, and that's like that instant gratification. Yep. But you can't do that with fucking furniture, which is. For as much money as you spend on furniture, I mean, you can do it at at IKEA. Mm-hmm. What was the last thing you bought from IKEA? Uh, I haven't bought anything there in a while. It's because it always I I'd rather spend more money up front and get something that's gonna last. Like you can go to IKEA and buy a bookshelf for twenty five bucks or an entertainment center. For, I actually the last thing I bought was an entertainment center. It was like a hundred bucks. And the thing is now Boeing and it's like two years old. And it's like, if I would have just spent a couple hundred bucks more, I'd still have a decent entertainment center. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's not great for, I mean, they sell great. They actually do sell like good furniture, but you're paying for it. And yeah. you still have to fucking put it together, which is bullshit. Know, right? And you pay extra for delivery because they don't deliver. They hire a third yeah. party services to deliver for you. That's what I get you, man. Yeah. And then you I mean, also they, buy meatballs. You buy that, I, meatballs. I was going to say, that was the last thing I bought from Ikea. It's funny. One of my stores um, is like literally one, right around the corner from an Ikea. Mm-hmm. And there are occasions where I will just stop after I've gone to that property, mm-hmm. done my thing. I'll go and grab lunch there and, mm-hmm. Dude, those those Swedish meatballs, they Swedish meatballs, mashed potatoes with a little bit of gravy, mm-hmm. green beans, and some cranberry sauce, and that's a legit meal, and it's like four bucks. It's yeah. Stupid. So I was reading an article about that, and one of the reasons that they have that cafeteria, they actually take a loss a lot of the times on that because they want to sell food. And that's cheaper than anywhere around them and keep you in that store buying more things. And that's how they make up for it. So they sell these things dirt cheap. They take a loss on the food and they keep you in the store buying more things. Dude, I took a class in college. I, I forget what it's called, but it's the art and science behind making people go like controlling their shopping behaviors mm-hmm. by how the like the footprint or the layout um 
of that area is like mm -hmm. making people enjoy like a part of the campus by putting the sidewalks around like certain features or by certain stores mm -hmm. how a layout for like a um like a i went to an office max the other day and they have these long like defined lines that just lined with just impulse buy items oh, that, on the way out yeah 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 so it it's designed that way to stimulate consumer spending. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Right? There's a whole science behind it. Mm -hmm. Jeff, can you find out what the science is? Yeah. I don't even know how to go about finding it. It's all about how to Google. I'm not, I'm actually not great at Googling. There is an actual art though. I do know that. Uh, there's probably a bunch of things, but. I don't know if this is a credible source. It sounds like it's not, but um, entrance, the path, encourage loitering, end on a good note. That's when the stuff happens that you were talking about. Like if we move back to Ikea and talk about that, it's like what happens when you first go in, you go up the escalator and they present you with these fully furnished rooms, right? And they're the big buys, like buy this entire room for 2,500 bucks. And then you make note of all the things that are in there and you're like, this is fucking great. And as you walk through the store, the, the buys get smaller and smaller. Next up, it's like the mattress and bedding section. Then it's the cabinets and bureaus. And then as you work your way down, it's like the lighting and the kitchen stuff, the, the really cheap stuff. And then yeah. you end up leaving. And then it's like the warehouse where it's like, pick out whatever you got on your list. Dude, and I and they make you fucking pick your own shit too. Like it's, it's such a, it's a genius like platform they fucking absolutely knocked it out of the park it's literally those europeans man they know what they're doing all, all things home a la carte like literally i love the chots tchotchke type stuff like i they they sell like incredible like incredibly durable um ziploc bags mm -hmm. i bought ziploc bags there that i've been reusing for like three years and they're still like <laughs> They're still in good solid That's condition. Nice. I need to find me some reusable ziplocs. Oh, dude, they're like really like high quality. So I mean, it's weird when you've uh, gotten to a point in your life where like durable ziploc bags excite excite you, and you know you're making special trips to IKEA for their fucking meatballs. Mm, that's all right, man. You gotta you gotta ride that wave to where life takes you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> life's taking me to IKEA. <laughs> But yeah, no, furniture shopping, dude. It was fucking stressful. But it like you, you spend as much time in a furniture place as you would buying a car. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Without the contracts and shit. My like, oh god. That's crazy. It's a good opportunity to get uh, like mileage points though. If you're buying that shit with a card or whatever, like if you got the money saved and you're not doing financing, like spending five to ten grand on furniture and then paying off your card for points because i love playing that game oh yeah 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 no you gotta do it right um no it's just uh for all the money you spend on furniture i think it'd be better if there was some sort of instant gratification like get that shit to my house yep. like right the fuck now that way I can sleep on that bed because now all I'm doing is I'm hating on my fucking current bed. I'm like, fuck this bed. It's like I have a like I, – I didn't like it 
before I picked out a new mattress. Now that I have a new mattress and it's, I just don't have it yet. I'm like shunning that mattress. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm fucking tired of it. I had to it. sleep on the floor than sleep on you. Seriously. I almost like, I, I have like some semblance of feelings like that. You're going to give it to the dogs in the basement for a bed. You probably should. Dude, it's just, it's, it's a sleep number. So it has like the oh, leave there for me when I stay over. That's no, fine. Well, I mean, it's, um, it's, uh, I think we could probably still sell it. I'm going to put it on, um, Craigslist and I'm going to like put it on there for 500 bucks, dude. Everything works. That's great. Making it's it's money probably back. got some weird, it's probably got some weird stains on it. We've all got weird stains on our mattresses. Most of mine are from MD 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Just those romantic nights with that dog. <laughs> Grilled cheese and empty 2020 for me. Nicholas Cage movies all night. Just eating like like chili cheese dogs in bed, like sad that you're alone. Oh, that's great. Fuck yeah. MD 2020 and Nicholas Cage movies. That's what's up. Dogs in bed either, because I mean it's just it's messy. Yeah, and you know, there's science that tells you don't. Um, don't spend any more time in bed than you, you like, you shouldn't be doing anything in your bedroom. Like, unless you're like sleeping or getting ready for the day Oh God, yeah. out of your bedroom, apparently. Yeah. I've been, um, since I've worked from home for so long, I mean, you got to designate different areas for different things. You have to, because if you're on your phone all the time, this is a huge problem for me. I couldn't sleep without taking like Benadryl and sleep aid shit because I would sit there and stare at my phone and like, you just... You, you, your body doesn't associate sleep with your bed anymore, so you're not fucking tired when you go in there. So, get bad. Yeah, man. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to this new bed because it's like, I, like I said, I always thought those uh, adjustable bases were for like geriatrics that had like a tough time getting out of bed. You are but, geriatric now. I'm man. getting there, dude. My fucking elbow and my my right elbow and my right shoulder. Just killing me, dude. I don't even know what the fuck I did. Just getting old. I think I need- you can buy those at IKEA now. Actually, have you seen them? Yeah, elbow out, elbow out cart. <laughs> what a great band name. Yeah. I'm jealous that you got the cognac, and I'm drinking this foofy shit. That's, I love that stuff, man. I love drinks like that, like shandies and fucking. That's what it's. That's what it is, basically. It's um. The shandy with a hangover coming at you. No, I can't, dude. I got I got work in the morning. Just total total blowjob. <laughs> the, Not last, I was gonna, the last I heard, those were good. Uh, it just it just sucks, man. I, I I feel like my my weekend just started. It did, and just started about an hour ago. Yeah, because you spent all weekend looking at fucking furniture, and that's not relaxing at all. No. Um, I went and I saw a band last night. Though I went to a show. Was it what kind of band? Was it like a like a cover band, or was it like uh, an old school? This band called Stick Figure. What? Oh, Stick Figure. Yeah. yeah, they're like a reggae band, like Revolution or any of those guys. Yep. Yep. I know them. Yeah, it was pretty good, man. It was pretty pretty good. Anyone um, uh, playing with them? That I would know. Anyone good? Dude, just them. Um, hey. It's on the tip of my tongue. Let me look here. Um, get, that, get that keyboard going. Stick figure, St. Louis. 
I don't know, man. Um, they were they were really good. Um, oh, it was the movement and the elevators. I, I oh, the only movement. I only saw the movement and stick figure. That's okay because we got there we got there a little late. What kind of venues got going on in St. Louis? Was it like a, a small like bar type thing, or was it like a? No, I mean it's it, I mean it's it's not bad. I mean it probably holds, you know probably 3,000 people maybe. Is that a lot? Yeah, it's like the size of my living room, you know? Beautiful. So, um, no, it was a good show, man. Um, So. Is it it getting warm in St. Louis yet? Are you guys still getting fucked up by storms? uh, Actually, it was snowing this morning. It's not good at all. I don't like that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, a weird snow thing going on, but it ended. It's been chilly. It was like forty degrees. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't know. It's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah. So, uh, Jeff, uh, word on the street is that you uh, recently rediscovered fishing. I'll tell you about it. So, went fishing for the first time today with my buddy Chris, and uh, I don't know. It's been like a year and a half. And uh, for all our listeners out there. Lambert and I grew up fishing like all the fucking time. Half the reason why I got into website design was because when we were in eighth grade, we started building websites about fishing. Remember that when we made like that website on web TV and we were looking up like cat, catfish bait catfish recipes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For anyone who doesn't know, you can take anything you want, any kind of food item, put it, in a container and bury it in the ground for six months and then pull it up and you have catfish bait. Anything. Yeah. Turkey with mayo, throw it in the ground. Six months you get catfish bait. It's uh and it's weird. Like these people who are out there doing like making catfish or, or making this catfish bait, like and there's like this group of people where they they have the right catfish bait recipe and they fucking swear on it and they'll like <laughs> they'll like competitively, they'll competitively like make catfish bait and like whoever catches the biggest fish apparently they have the biggest or the best catfish bait recipe that's fantastic i love yeah, that salt logic is what that is yeah it's like passed down from generations <laughs> you know but speaking of passed down from generation, one of the things I was thinking about was that like nowadays you'll go out on a boat or shore fish up here in our area. And it's like, we have so many people who fish. It's like you pull up a fish and it's got like six hooks in it because it's been caught to death. Literally it's dying because yeah. it's like fish hooks rusting in it. And like the fish don't, they get big, but not that often, right? Like people will kill fish when they're tiny. And it's rare. Like you catch a bass in Massachusetts that's three pounds, and it's like nice job. You catch a bass that's three pounds down south, and it's like a baby. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I was thinking about like uh, growing up, looking up photos of people fishing and stuff, and looking up like historical photos. And like I'm gonna share my screen real quick. But so back in the day, when you were fishing, like this was a day of fishing. Hey, went out, caught 37 tuna, and like now, yeah. one of these tunas is like $500,000 worth of fish, <laughs> someone will catch one. And like, well, It's crazy because of all the overfishing, like there's very little, 
I mean, once you get out in international waters, you really don't have to answer to anybody. So yeah. you get all these like rogue nations that, well, not rogue. <laughs> rogue I mean, even, even some of our like allies, like Japan goes out there and absolutely oh, fucking whaling, they they whale. They still, despite all of the, the like scientific research that these whales are incredibly intelligent and like have their own languages and like uh, mate like with one, one, you know, spouse for its entire life. Yeah. Like they have like all these crazy like family structures and all the science is out there and they're still out there stabbing blue whales in their blowholes. Like that's Jerks. fucked up, Jerks. man jerks yeah it's so, crazy stuff but yeah so much overfishing like i when i was a, a kid you know from the time i was 12 until i was 25 i was unloading fishing boats and like i re i remember i remember unloading those fishing boats and seeing the thousands and thousands of pounds of fish that we would pull off of wow. every single boat multiple times a day you know in some cases multiple definitely multiple times yeah. a day um multiple times a week it's ridiculous and um you know we would measure fish would just go to like local restaurants <laughs> yeah well no i mean new bedford was uh one of the largest fishing ports in the entire country i'm sure it still is it still is in terms of profits yeah yeah but you know we would measure how long it we would estimate how long it would take to unload a fishing boat mm -hmm. by how many uh, th thousands of pounds um, were on the boat and they would, um, it's, it would average out that it would take you about ten, one hour to empty 10,000 pounds of fish. There were some summers, Jeff, that I would work a 10 hour day on a hundred thousand pound pull. That's so much. Tell, tell the audience a little bit about the process and what that looked like. So, um, why don't you, uh, while I'm telling everybody, look up, um, commercial fishing Bedford, um, and pull up some pictures of some commercial fishermen. Um, so basically, um, the boat comes in and it's, you know, been out there for, you know, pretty much they'll stay out there until they can get their, uh, uh, whatever their license is, uh, good for. Like, you know, however many thousands of pounds of fish. Oh, so the license is dependent on the, the weight or you can get a different. So if you have a I, weight that's like, yeah, you can pull in a hundred thousand pounds of fish. Yeah. Well, yeah. So everybody has limits. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has limits. So, and it, you'd be able to get a, a small lobster license where you'd like be able to pull in some lobster, you know, scallops, whatever. Mm -hmm. So separate licenses for all those things. But anyways, um, they'd go out for as long as it took to, you know, catch however much they were able to uh, bring in per their license. Sure. And then go, they have a crazy large ice maker on deck and there's shoots in the bottom of that boat. Pull up that, um, that diagram of the boat, Jeff. Where was that? There's shoots on there. Um, and there's little like, uh, holes at the, on the deck of the, of the ship. Yeah. And it actually goes down into individual shoots and we would, they would go in, they dump the fish mm -hmm. into the, like put some, put, put a layer of ice. They dump some fish in on top of that layer of ice and they'd pack them into these mm -hmm. pens and you'd have pens. This, this diagram isn't very good because it's just showing that middle section of the fish hold. Well, yeah. I've, I've been on boats where that whole underbelly's a freaking, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, um, 
they just packed these pens of uh, different species that you'd have like gray sole in this one you'd have uh you know which is kind of like a flounder fish and uh you we'd have like monkfish which are these crazy ugly fish that have sharp teeth and like, yeah you know, yeah yeah big old mouths let me, let me show everyone what a monkfish looks like these oh yeah the ugliest fish fish and the wolf fish like all those yeah <laughs> Those things would be alive on deck, dude, and they'd bite right through, um, right through your. Uh, if you had like some shitty boots on. Yeah, man. Look at look at that thing, dude. So, anyways, uh, it, different kinds of fish. Look at that. Ugh, so ugly. But they're um, delicious. Monkfish are really good. I've eaten that before. Yeah, monkfish. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not bad. What are, what are some of the other ones you pull up? Did you ever pull up the anglerfish? Because uh, those things, man, they're like fucking no. That's those are really those are really uh, deep water fish. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think you're eating anglerfish. Those are pretty no, nasty. There's nothing. There's nothing on. <laughs> Wolffish. Yeah. They're they're, they're <laughs> like. Almost like eels, but yeah, we'd we'd pull those in. Um, nasty mm -hmm. bastards. But anyways, so at, once the boat was full, they'd come into the dock mm -hmm. um, to unload. And basically, you see that crane that uh, is like right over the fish hold. Yeah, so yeah. they would they would lower that down into the um, fish hold, and there'd be two two guys, maybe one guy down in the belly of the hold. And that guy would be responsible for taking these big, big baskets. They're mm -hmm. about three feet high um, and, you know, big, big. Like when they're fully um, fully loaded with like a, um, a really dense fish like that you could fill up and mm -hmm. fill up all the space in the basket. Those yeah. baskets would weigh like 300 pounds in some cases, you know, but they'd guy would fill them up. The winch would come down into the hole. A guy would um, hook the baskets right up onto the um, uh, onto the baskets onto the hook, and then a guy on the hatch of the boat would swing it to a guy on the deck that would then catch those three hundred pound baskets and dump them into a holding tank. Yep, this holding tank actually um, had like a conveyor belt in the bottom of it, and it was just this big thing of water. And then the fish would be dumped into there and there would be a conveyor belt that would pull the fish up and out of the tank and onto a sorting, mm -hmm. uh, a sorting chute where um, people would just sort the fish and throw them into different baskets. And, you know, it was a pretty impressive operation if you yeah. ever get to see it. They uh, actually have a whole working waterfront festival in Boston that like fishermen will come and not Boston in New Bedford. Mm -hmm. um, where fishermen will actually go through and like kind of like do all their fishermen um, trades and like skills and kind of put them to the test against other people. Fantastic. I'll have to check that out. I remember when we were kids, I went down there with you one time, I think you were just getting paid or whatever, but I remember seeing that belt and all that, that shit. What was that yeah. called? Lumping? Is that the, the term Lumping. for it? Yeah. Lumping. Lumpers. Some crazy stuff, man. Just that 300 pound basket swinging at you and some serious stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I did, that from, when I, was doing. That's I, I, I did that from the time I was 12 until I was 25 because I've been like 
a man we've been man children since time we were 12 that's right you have like a full beard at 12 years old just catching fish baskets yeah like kids kids would kids in the class like would probably go home and be like mommy mommy there's a weird man in my class (laughs) and he likes to arm wrestle everybody (laughs) and he wins that's right for those of you who don't know brandon personally in eighth grade he arm wrestled a teacher and won yeah the not a small guy <laughs> no he was a grown-ass man and i beat his ass and he was like so embarrassed i felt bad for him but yeah eighth grade you probably beat me in an arm wrestle right now oh man that's hilarious it was it was fun <laughs> sure was oh man so what's new in the news these days you got nothing for us well, um, did you hear about that um, that poor kid that got um, thrown off the Mall of America's third floor? Whoa, what happened there? What the fuck? I don't even know. But let's pull up the article and talk about it here because um, I just briefly heard about it. Ugh. Ugh. Cooperating. That's um cooperating. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, sub suspect is cooperating. I don't want a video right now. Already. Damn man. Only twenty-four years old. What is he doing? How old was the kid? Was it five year old boy on five year old boy? Wow. So he either pushed or threw the five year old boy on Friday morning. Um Mall's interior to uh, third level of the Bloomington Mall's interior to the first level floor, nearly 40 feet below, guys. As far as falls are concerned, anything that's taller than you, like if you're 5'6", any a fall 5'6 or greater could be considered fatal. I, shit. I mean, you see, that's why I don't like fighting anymore. Like, I, I when I was a kid, I was an idiot, and I mm-hmm. like look for fights like that, and like love scrapping and fighting was always really, really fun. But now that I'm getting older, I'm like, man, you you hit somebody wrong, you drop them, and they hit their head on the on the ground. They're done, man. Yeah. Dude. I mean, that happened at Hetland Skating Rink, I think. Uh, some guy uh, accidentally murdered a guy because he got into an altercation at Hetland uh, mm-hmm. in New Bedford. And he popped a guy. Guy fell back, smashed his head, died. Yep. Boom. That's... I wonder if – is that manslaughter? I don't know, man. I don't know the technicalities behind that, but I would assume it's more than that. So this is the Mall of America. So he pushed him from up here. Down here, oh, and the, I can't believe the kid fucking is still alive, man. That's it's only five years old. What the fuck did he oh do? Oh my god! So yeah, um, authorities described the body, the boy's injuries, as life-threatening, and said witnesses gave him first aid. Police Chief Jeff Potts said he couldn't reveal details about the child's condition Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Child's still alive. He's still receiving care, and uh, I, they think that that. Uh, Prayers, thoughts, and prayers. That's that's what they want. Yeah, that does real, real good. Yeah, it's madness, man. Well, I hope the little one uh, pulls through and he grows up to be a good person. 
I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be like a Nobel Peace Prize winner when he grows older. After, after something fucked up like this, this is profound. It's going to change him. He's going to be like a, a patron saint. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got to change it up. Let's, uh, we got to end on something that's lighter than that. Fuck yeah. That's horribly, horribly depressing. That's terrible stuff. But I was thinking about, um, when I was out today fishing for a couple hours, I literally had like a, a windbreaker jacket on and I wore it the whole time. And yet for some reason, I still have a sunburn on my arms. My arms are covered. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they make SPF clothing. Yeah. Well, I just need SPF 1000 because apparently my Northern European heritage can't deal with the sun for more than a minute. And, so, uh, um, so you said Northern European, I'm assuming you went and you took one of those DNA tests. So I did. Yeah. Yeah. April and I got them done and uh, 23 and me, I'm going to read you. So before all this, um, I thought that I was just a few things. I thought that I was definitely Polish last name Galinsky. I knew I was English and Irish. Uh, and, um, uh, French Canadian. And so let me pull this up here. I gotta, I gotta find this. You know what? Let's fucking do it live. Let me, let me find it on here. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me get started here. Um, so my dad did it and, um, I, I don't know if, I think I did ancestry.com. Yeah. And he didn't fucking reveal it. And, and now my dad since passed away, he didn't, he didn't like, Tell us, and I don't know how to get information. Oh, you should probably reach out to him. I'm sure they'll, uh, if you're in the direct lineage there, I think, um, I think you'll be able to get it. So, so I'm going to put this on screen here. This is, this is crazy stuff. 100% European heritage. This is like ridiculously funny. Um, I'm everywhere that's allergic to the sun, pretty much. So British and Irish, obviously French and German is up there. I got some Scandinavian and I love how they do this like broadly Northwestern European, the Polish thing, Eastern European, Spanish and Portuguese. Check this out. Half percent Jewish. Had no idea, dude. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is so good. Basically, I'm from everywhere in Europe. This is so funny, man. Yeah. Um, and I just love looking at this stuff because now I can go to all these countries like, no, I'm, I'm part of you. <laughs> like go, to, I, go back to Iceland and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm Icelandic. <laughs> Dude, I mean, the, um, that's cool, man. Um, and as their technology or as their database grows, they are able to hone in, I think, and change their more broadly, uh, yeah. like it's just broad Northwestern European. Mm -hmm. They, I think they tighten that up over time as they um, they refine it, I guess, as they get more data yep. people. So do, do you, has it like, is there anything that they tell you about like your, who your, maybe your famous ancestors were? Or? Uh, I don't know, man, to be honest with you. Um, it's really cool how you can see like how far back the lineage goes. So like, the most recent ones all over here, but like way back, many, many generations, you can see whatever. 
guess I had family that was Spanish and Portuguese, Jewish, Scandinavian, that sort of thing. Uh, my mom didn't, which is cool as hell. We're like almost the same exact thing, obviously. Um, I don't know about the the other stuff. I mean, what's the point? Is it, it shouldn't it, like tell you who like your family members are? Yeah. Well, I got um. Oh, do you have Neanderthal? Hope so. View your report. Check it out, man. Let's check it. I haven't even seen some of this. Damn. Dude, you're a fucking... Ultimate hybrid. Complicated ape. <laughs> we all knew that. That's good stuff. This has changed since the last time I looked at it, which is cool as hell. It's nice to see. How much did this cost you? I think it was like... It was, it was two for one around Christmas, so it was like... Yeah, you can see like your cousins and stuff and third to you, fourth all the way down. Do you down. know those people? I know the first person, yeah. She, she's an older relative, which is cool as hell. But you don't know anybody else here? No, I've never never seen any. I should reach out to them. I know on the app it like tells you where yeah where they are and stuff. Um, the shit gets like really in-depth, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, are you supposed to be showing people's names? No, I'll block this out, but apparently I've got a cousin in Hawaii, so I should get out there. She looks hot, dude. It's fantastic. I'll tell you said fourth cousin. I'll tell you said that. I mean you could you could bork her. You could bork her because she's <laughs> that's far that's far enough. <laughs> that's far enough. That's far enough down at the Someone's in northern Canada over here. Spain. Just living in an igloo. Look. Yeah, man, that's that's fantastic. Anyway, it's a lot of fun, and like I know people that's are cool, talking man. about, like, um, oh, the government's gonna have my DNA. It's like, who the fuck cares? Dude, <laughs> if they fucking want it, they'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm sure they have it in other other ways. Yeah, if they want my DNA, they'll get it when I poop at Planet Fitness. If they really want it, you know. Yeah, they'll do like a a, a schmear test <laughs> on a petri. Perfect. So. Um, but, um, so seeing how Jeff, uh, we kind of talked, um, a little bit, um, about, uh, our name here. I, we've, I wanted to announce to everybody, uh, out there listening, um, we've officially settled on a name, which, uh, uh, I'm proud to announce, um, so, uh, a known issue, um, you guys can actually see us. Um, do you have our handles, Jeff, that you can read off? Um, but, yeah. uh, we have a www.anownissue.com and for everybody interested in listening, you can actually go through and listen and watch. Uh, are we going to have listening capabilities? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be up but, on SoundCloud pretty soon. Um, Anchor FM, a few others, YouTube, all that sort of thing. So, okay. Um, did uh, Stefanari put those uh, the YouTube channel together? Uh, no, I'm gonna do that soon. Uh, this right. week sounds good to me. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, a known issue www.anownissue.com, um, and uh, you'll be able to get some stuff there. I, eventually, if you know the, everybody, I mean. The how far we take this all is contingent on everybody listening. So um, we will take it as far as uh, you guys want it to uh, to go. So um, we're gonna 
try and make this a little bit more interactive in the future and um we can kind of uh work through it there but um i uh want to thank everybody out there listening and jeff do you have anything else for the crowd all i can say is it's a known issue and we're working on it yeah put in a help desk ticket folks <laughs> we've got ours in so uh we'll see you all next week cheers jeff good talking to you brother all right man catch you later bye, bye. pinch poke you owe me a coke <laughs> Thank you, Tony, Tony. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.